It started with the number 54. I know that sounds really random and it's starting now with the number 54 again, but that is not where it's intended to be. That's not where God had it planned to be, but it was exactly where she was positioned when she realized she had negative $54 in her bank account. Since then, Ashley Faye Brandsetter has managed to create what they call the QVC of Facebook. And in that experience, she has turned six figures, now moving into the seven-figure mark, serving thousands, tens of thousands, in fact, of women in something you would never imagine. Yes, I'm going to make you stay tuned for what that something is. It's pretty insane. I was perplexed the first time I heard, no way can you sell that for that. That's crazy. But now I have my hands on one and I am pretty much obsessed. And so are the people who are a part of her community. But more than that, it's about this one thing. It's about embracing your ambition. I've been on stage with her, that stage that she created out of a vision, a stage that she's going to continue to cultivate alongside the one and only Marcus Black. You guys, she is literally saying yes to huge things outside of her comfort zone, outside of understanding the how or the why, but knowing deep down inside that it is a God thing. And I am willing to partner with anyone who's doing a God thing. And so, Ashley, it's been such a gift to get to know you. I cannot wait to take the stage again with you at the Embrace Your Ambition Conference in Dallas later this year. It's going to actually move mountains, just like it did last time. It's going to actually change the trajectory of people's lives, just like it did last time. If you don't already have your tickets, you can use my link in all the show notes below. If not, go and tune in to Ashley Faye and Marcus Black on their own podcast, Embrace Your Ambition Because You Can. It is so good, and I am so honored to introduce you to the backstory of my girl, Ashley Faye. This is your God Wink, the moment that heaven says for such a time as this. It's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering if you're wondering, what is this? Well, This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who 
and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here, you guys. This is my dear girlfriend. And I get to say that because a lot of times I'm like, oh, it's my sister in Christ. And I'm like, so glad that they love God. But I actually get to call you a real life friend. And so I'm so glad to have you here and have this special time um, just of intimacy with us as friends, but also to give people a backstage uh, pass to, to everything that we've cultivated as friends and everything in your life. I'm, I'm so grateful to broadcast everything that is Ashley Faye Brand Center. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And that was so dope. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like this is the coolest podcast I've ever done. Like that, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it is. I could not do it without Morgan Hart Designs. She is my girl. She nails it every single time. And I get excited because I actually don't watch your all's intro before it goes live. So I can just like have a surge of energy and adrenaline. And I can tell that she put some extra love and time into yours. So it I turned know. out beautiful. I was like, Dude, like, like <laughs> I am so awesome. Cool. Like, yeah, I'm like, one, I'm awesome. Two, Tamara's awesome. That was like the coolest thing. I've <laughs> so if you guys are listening to this podcast now, you did not watch what just transpired at the beginning of the show. You have to tune in live one day and see the trailers that happen because it truly, it brings so much energy. I'm dancing in the background in the green room. Can't wait to actually get it live and start talking. And so um, be sure to tune in one day. YouTube, they're always there. You can come back and see us in person and catch our vibe in a different way than just our voice. Um, but today I am so excited to just just unpack everything that you're doing, everything that you've been doing, what led you to this place, right? We could jump in to so many different conversations. We parallel, she's got kiddos. She's got an amazing husband. They're adventurous. They live out in Denver. So you might've seen pictures of us on Instagram recently because we were together with them hiking. Um, But she's also an entrepreneur in so many different realms. Uh, And most recently, she has been a conference host that is just truly taking the nations by storm. And so let's jump in to the back backstory though, because I know that there's more than just the number 54. Stay tuned. You guys will hear what that is. And so I'm just curious, even from like a childhood perspective about your faith and, and how you've cultivated where you are today. Yeah. Okay. So one, I had the best like family, you guys, like I, I always feel like, you know, some people have like very traumatic childhood and, and and that's part of their story but I had a really great family and they really instilled God in me from a very young young age um and so I guess we can hit on like high school was pretty tough for me I started to really get bullied when I went to high school and growing up until that point my mom really instilled in me that I was made for something like she said she saw it she used to tell me that I was like not for that small town we grew up in a very small town And then high school came and I started getting really, really bullied. And um, it was pretty tough. I mean, my my dad used to take off work early to make sure I made it home safely. And I just cried to my mom every night. Like, that's what I remember crying to her. And she kept saying, you're made for something. You're made for something. And of course, I'm a teenager, you know, and I'm like, you're crazy. Like, (laughs) yeah, you're like, that's not helping the situation. Like, this is not I have to go to school tomorrow. (laughs) Um, and honestly, I started drinking and just kind of, I was never like crazy, but I definitely got wild. Right. Um, so long story short, I went to college. I, I got to study abroad my sophomore year and that really kind of helped me a lot. 
come back to my roots a little bit and kind of like get away from just all of the the small town life. And my family all thought I was crazy for wanting to study abroad, but my mom was like, no girl, go fly. Right. And so my, Aww, my mom has that. really, yeah. Like she just was my rock. I think that I was doing things, you know, that she had always wanted to do. She always wanted to fly and stuff. And she didn't get the chance. She actually died in 2011. Yeah. 2011, right after Christmas of cancer. Um, so after that, I, I didn't hate God because the thing with my mom is the entire time you ha- she had cancer, she was like, always have faith, no matter what happens. And I actually shared this on Clubhouse the other day. It just kind of came out, but I, I kind of at the moment thought she meant have faith that she was going to get better, right? Like, and, and now I realized she was saying have faith because I'm, I'm not, but God mm. still got you. Mm. And so when she passed away, that was tough, but I remember that have faith, you know? Um, but... I still was mad. I was really angry. I think I let myself just kind of be angry at everything. I was mad at my husband. He left two days after she died for a special forces thing he couldn't get out of. Um, And that kind of started this whole trend with every time he was gone, I was kind of resentful in a way. And I was mad at myself because I was sitting on a couch and I wasn't doing all these things that my mom said I was made to do. And like one, this one number, you guys, in my checking account, and this is what Tamara was saying. Like I sat down to do bills and we had negative $54 in our checking account. And here's the thing I think a lot of people don't know is this isn't the first time we went negative. (laughs) It was just the time that hit me. I don't know why, why it was that number that it was finally like, Ash, you got to do something like your mom would not want this life for you, this living paycheck to paycheck, you know, um, and the surviving. I, I tell people all the time, I felt like I was just surviving. I was just trying to get by. She would want me to live. And so I prayed and asked God what he wanted me to do. Should I get a full time job? Um, my husband's was special forces. We got him out now. That's a whole other story. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I didn't really want that full-time job because he was gone all the time. And I just didn't want my girls to like not have us. Um, So I felt like God was telling me to go all in on my my side gig. And reluctantly, I said yes. I kind of was like, "Mm, I don't want to do that, you know, Um, because I didn't want to be in production. But I finally said yes. And that kind of grew. And, you know, here we are. It was just a wild ride. Yes. Here? Like, and and <laughs> that was how many years ago that that happened? That was, th- well, almost three and a half because it was yeah. 2018, May 2018. Oh, so, so yeah. amazing. And it's so interesting <laughs> because I'm imagining you in all of these scenarios. And I always think it's so interesting to see the synchronicity of things that happen in the kingdom in different parts of the world. And so three and a half years ago is when I cultivated the idea of the podcast. It's when so much of my business trajectory started as well. It was that that give up, like, I can't just be a mom. I know I'm made for more. My mm-hmm. entrepreneurial backstory is, is pretty crazy as well. Um, but I feel like there was just, there's been this shaking. It was also uh, pretty formative years in our lives, right? Like being in our early thirties, there is, there was a lot of that parallel to the life of Jesus. And I've seen this in so many people where in their thirties, there was like this coming, not only coming to Jesus, but a coming to self, a coming to identity, a coming to um, what is life really about? And um, so I'm just, 
it's been really interesting as I'm hearing you say it in the timeline. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I really paralleled that we were living similar lives and that that grind. I hate that mm-hmm. word, but it's that that hustle that goes into um, the first stages of entrepreneurship. Yeah, I love that because like that's exactly what I felt. Is like I. I used to say, I'm just a mom. I'm just a wife. I'm just Ashley. Right. Um, and I kind of felt bad that I wanted more. Like, why is this not enough for me? I have three beautiful babies and a great husband who defends our country. Like, why is this not enough? But it just wasn't you guys. And that's not like, I never want that to sound bad because my babies are everything. A hundred percent. I feel this all the time. I, I literally parallel this because there are women who are called to be mothers. And that is a massive undertaking. I have a friend, Glenn, you know, Glenn, yeah. him and he is his wife. They have seven, eight kids. And I'm like, no, like, no, that's no, I can't do that. But it's incredible. And she's like excited that if COVID was to go down, she gets to homeschool everyone. And meanwhile, I'm over here like having anxiety attacks thinking if that happens, what am I going to do? Right. And so it's a calling in and of itself. And we need mothers. I needed mine. You needed yours. And so it's really cool. Um, But never, never take that feeling. It's that knowing that there is an additional component to who you are. And that's the identity piece that creates everything of who you are rather than just one component. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I stepped into that role of of entrepreneur, when I said, okay, I'm going to do this, like it made me a better mother because I was getting to do something that my heart was also in and showing my kids. Like, I love when my girls are like, we want to run your business one day. And I'm like, oh, that's (laughs) so cool. Yay. So them getting to see me in that way and seeing me genuinely happy and doing the things I want to do and helping people, it, it turned out to be beautiful. Like now I'm like, okay, why was I so worried? Why, why did I feel selfish? Because they've gained so much. They've gained so much from me finally going for it and saying, this is what I want. And this is what I feel like I'm made to do. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to try. <laughs> I'm just yes. going to give it a shot. Yeah. And at that point you're like negative $54. What's, what's there to lose when it comes right. to the financial investment. So I am curious because that's something that I hear all the time is that I don't have either the time, the money or the energy. Right. And so to speak specifically into the money piece and even the time and energy, because Lord knows mompreneurship is a whole thing in and of itself. Speak to us. How did you the cultivate the yes to be able to say, OK, I've got to invest in this in order to be able to cultivate what I see to come to fruition? Yeah. Well, first of all, you like literally gave the definition of a God sized dream. No time, uh, no energy. Right. Yes. And so that is. That's it. Like putting God into it is everything. But so basically you guys, like I made these tumblers, these glitter tumblers. I had one Turner that my husband made for me. Yes. I've got, yeah. (laughs) Um, I had one husband that my, my, I had one husband. Yeah. I did have one husband. I had, (laughs) yes, we love you hubby. One husband. (laughs) Um, I had one Turner that he made for me. And so I was like, okay, well, the first thing I have to do is make $54. So I literally made a cup and put it on my, my Facebook, my Ashley, like mine, my personal and sold it for like $54. Um, and so I was like, okay, well now I need to make another one because I need, you know, and I literally made one at a time and sold them one at a time, one at a time and sold them. I mean, it, it was so time consuming. I finally convinced him to make me a four turner so I could make four cups at once. Um, and these things take time. Like the cups themselves take a lot of time. That's why I didn't want to get into production. Right. 
but I was selling them. People were interested. And so that's when Ashley Faye Designs, I made Ashley Faye Designs page and I started doing live sales. Um, and it wasn't like this big thing back then. Like I think some no, of I love, love, love that you showed your very first one at the conference. I was dying. The angle, right? The angle of the camera. This is before even like Instagram live was a thing. Facebook live was fairly new. So it's, yes. re it's really fun to always look at where that starting point is, right? I know. It popped up and I was like, you guys, if my girls went live like this, I would, I would like be on them. But like the, the camera was like on the side of me. I have no idea what that was doing. And there was like no lighting. Like I was like, what? she's in the garage. It was awesome. And like I, I look crazy. Um, but I started doing these live sales and showing the people the cups. And on that very first one, I showed it because I said, God willing, I have 20 people on. Like I was giving away a $54 cup at, at 20 people, right? Because 54 had been my number, right? Everything was priced at $54. It was a thing. Anyway. I love it. I think it's amazing branding. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to give a cup away at 20 people. I said, God willing, 20 people get on here. And then at the end, I sold out you guys on the first live. I gave away a cup because we had 20 people and I was so excited. And at the end I said, remember the name Ashley Faye, this is going to be something. And I didn't know then, you know, that it was going to be a shopping network, but so I started doing those live sales consistently. It was like every Friday or either or Sunday night, depending on how the schedule worked. And then I started doing behind the scenes live and showing people how I made them. And one night I was behind the scenes and it was like later in the night. And so someone get on and she said, how'd you start all this? Like, why'd you get started? And so I was going to tell her how I'd done craft for like 15 years. Like I'm a crafty girl, right? <laughs> like I've done it for 15 years, been doing cups for a little bit, just not selling them. But then I, I felt like God told me to, to talk about the $54 and no one had known that. And so I shared, I told him how I sat down and I had negative 54 and I felt him telling me I should go all in and all the things. And I told my husband that night, I was like, man, I, I totally ruined all of what I've built because now they know I suck at money. <laughs> and, like, and, you know, like, I obviously don't know what I'm doing. Like, that's it. Like, I ruined things. And I had a ton of people on. Like, at this point, I had grown a little bit. And people were watching me because I, I was doing lives. It's like basically showing how I was making these things, right? And um, I woke up the next morning to so many messages, Tamara. Like, I was so overwhelmed with the amount of love and like people saying that they were in that spot or that the fact that I shared that was something so authentic. They hadn't seen it before. And like, it gave them inspiration and motivation, all these things. And it literally just, it was like a light bulb. That's the only way I know how to describe it. I know that sounds cliche, but it was like my light bulb moment of like, why don't I teach women how to do this? Like I had somehow <laughs> figured out this whole live thing. And I, I had made six figures selling tumblers. Y'all like <laughs> so crazy. It's so blows my this? mind. Right? Like, how is this even a, a thing? How is this possible? And I thought, well, if I can do it, these women can do it. I'm just, I'm going to teach them what I did. And so I started a DIY club, started showing them. I realized I hated doing custom orders. So I, I, I reached out to a few of my ladies that started the DIY club with me. Um, and I was like, do you guys want to just take my custom orders? Like, just take all the customs. I don't want to do them. They're like, yeah, cool. So like, cool. And then I will never forget October came around and I afforded our family a trip to Disney world. 
And I was like, I'm taking my family to Disney World on my dollar. Now my husband's, I was very excited, but we were going to be gone for two weeks. And I, I reached out to some of the women who had been doing the customs. Like, you guys want to try to go live on my page? Like they'd watch me go live now for a year and a half, right? Like you guys want to try it? They're like, okay. And so Nicole and Brandy and my sister and the kids, like they all went live and they killed it. And I was like, I think we're on to something, <laughs> you know, it was very like, just kind of fell into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and that's the beautiful thing about the grace of God, right? The things that we think would never work or the cultivation things that we think we need to control. He's like, I've got this. Not to mention he was also moving in the spirit and the heart of all of these women who were connected to you and seeing you thrive. And so there's that understanding that if you're bearing fruit because of your abiding, they want access to the same fruit. And so they fall in line with that same knowing, that same Holy Spirit driven excellence. And that's exactly what you were doing. And I love you have all these girls on your all of them are just loving on you in the chat so it's so I fun know, to see you know they're the all. best you guys are so awesome like they're I I can't believe like it still blows my mind these women said yes to my crazy because at this point we had zero structure I mean I I had no idea how to set up some kind of shopping network we were writing everything down by hand still <laughs> it was it was very messy yeah. right like very messy but they said yes because I, I think they saw my heart they knew I was going to help them in whatever way I could and if it didn't work then like we tried right um but today we have systems <laughs> I'm very proud of my systems like very proud of the systems that we've created and we actually just brought on four new ladies so we have 35 women on the page that are doing live sales. And we have everything ranging from the tumblers to boutique clothing. Like I have one on today, right? Like I'm, I'm always supporting them to signs, to home decor, um, to jewelry. We have kids. I have kidpreneurs now, my little one. I don't even count her my 35. So I guess there's 36. They sell kid stuff. And so we're consistently growing, but I always tell people it's so much more than that. You know, um, we get called the QVC of Facebook a lot, which I appreciate. But we're so much more than just a live shopping network. We go live every day and we shop, we sell things. It's beautiful. But we also share our story and we help anyone that reaches out and we make sure that we put God first. I mean, it's, it's, I like to tell the girls and they'd be like, well, it's not really that, but I always call it our discipleship because we're not growing just financially. We're growing yeah. as women and as, as Christ followers and we're helping each other. And I think it's a beautiful thing to see collaboration over competition, especially yeah. with women. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think the component of the story piece is what really is ultimately what we should be doing anyway. Like we're called into that first and foremost is to share what he's done in our life. And so to be able to share and testify on behalf of something that is now a product, sure, it's a tangible exchange, but it's more than just an exchange of money. You're exchanging stories, you're exchanging um, transactions with Jesus, right? And this is like the ultimate call. It's the great commission. And so I honestly think that every business, and this is the foundation of the business, is that every business is a ministry. Every ministry is a business. And so it's just a matter of how you're framing it, how you're setting the foundation. And then of course the systems that you're putting in place to say, whether it's just, Oh, I just do this for free all the time. Or if I do this and there is a value exchange, because what's going to happen, it's less about the fact that they get a cup that they drink out of. It's the, it's the message behind the cup. Mm 
And I have my embrace your ambition one here. And we can talk about that in a minute, but also because you're, but because you can with Marcus Black and it's the knowing that there is a deeper experience happening in this transaction. And that's why people are going to continue to come back to all of these incredible people. And I say women, I know that there's probably this like a guys are like, what about me? I like to craft. I don't know if that's a thing for you, but a lot of people are like, I want to be in your membership. And why don't you have a guy one? And I'm like, well, because I am a woman. And right now this is where I'm feeling led. Now I have individual guys who I coach, but I just think it's really interesting to see what God is doing in his girls. And so it's really beautiful to see um, the way that they act and communicate and actually stand along one one another as sisters. And it was even that much more beautiful when I experienced it in person because they had each other's back. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And you know, I tell everybody my favorite part of AFD is bringing on a woman that is maybe nervous or insecure or feels like she's just a mom or just a wife, right? Because I've been there and watching her step into her life and watching her become confident and be courageous and put her story out there and then hearing how the people have responded to her. Because of course, like every woman, they, they share their story. They all get the same message as I did years ago right? That they've changed a life. And it it is beautiful every single time, no matter how many times it happens, no matter how many new women we bring on and they start off a little nervous and they just become this this warrior. That's why I call them my warriors. They are yeah. warriors. It's beautiful. And it, it actually evolves the why, right? So like your initial why was like, I got to figure out how to make $54. And then when you get affirmations, which I really believe affirmations are heaven sent when it comes from a place of just surrender of whatever that affirmation is and not an exchange of, I need something in return to give you this deposit, which no one who sends those messages has any need for anything other than you touched my heart. I just wanted you to know, right? So those are like little God winks from heaven. And it changes your why because you're now attached to the deeper reason. You're attached to the deeper propel. You're attached to the deeper impact that what you're doing is creating. And so that's why there's been such grace over the success of this. And now as you're stepping into the conference realm, the success of what it will become too. Absolutely. Like having, I I tell people, from the get go, like God is my CEO, having him lead it, having him tell me where the next step is. I'm good. Like one, I tell people all the time when he's my CEO, I'm no longer risking my reputation. I'm risking his and he's got this. Right? Yeah, he loves to show <laughs> off. Got this. Exactly. So yeah. And so all the women like we've all grown in faith, including myself. I mean, we have Sunday nights, we have prayer and planning and we all sit together, all of us, and we go through how the week went, the good, the bad, all of it. Um, And so sometimes it's tough, but we have stayed on nights till two in the morning crying together because you start sharing your stories and start realizing, you know, people have been through the same things as you. And it's just, it really is a beautiful thing. So that's why I'm like, I love that we're in shopping network. We we are so much more than that. I mean, it, it is, Oh, I can't wait to see where God takes it. Um, I recently made my sister like the, we call her the coup, the COO, the chief op- operating officer or something. She's a coup. Um, <laughs> that is what it is. You got it. Okay. Well, we call her the coup because she's really stepped up um, because yeah. my heart, you know, says I need to do EYA. Um, but I've, I've, I think it's because my women on AFD, they're ready to step into the leadership role. They're ready to share their story. They're ready to bring on women themselves and help women and do what I did for them. It's their time. And so I want to allow them that time. And I want to be able to take on EYA and see, you know, where God leads that as well. So 
it's all really exciting. It's Quick commercial break. I know, I hate these things too, but it's so critical that you grow your business for God's sake. And I mean that, pun intended, with all the love in my heart to get you from a place of ideation to activation. Stop dreaming, start doing, stand up, start saying yes to the call that God has on your life. We are going to be joining in Lexington, Kentucky with none other than the beautiful Rise and Grind community with Glenn Lundy, who will be co-hosting this incredible conference. This is the second annual, and he has taken me under his wing to be able to share this stage to motivate and inspire and I cannot wait to see you there November 5th through the 7th if you want to come in for the VIP experience which who doesn't want to come along for VIP that's all access passes to the speakers and the artists and you'll be able to dine with us in the private rooms with your own special bathrooms so of course come one day two day three day passes available as well and we cannot wait as Glenn and I say to hug your neck see you there it's all just crazy like it it still blows my mind (laughs) it really is and in the midst of it you know this there's this transition that's happening in the background right and this is where a lot of people are like oh you're living this life whether it's travel which is a part of a root value that I have and my family has or you're living on you know doing these adventures or you have this conference right and people are like what is happening there's transitions that are occurring but what is ultimately happening is God's grace and God's hand is is showing and showcasing to other people that there's more to the story, right? That you don't unlock one realm of who God is in your life. And then that's the end of it because he is an ever evolving in our life because we're ever seeking. And so I believe that this next opportunity and this next thing that we're going to talk about, which is the embrace your ambition conference was literally him just being like, you think I've already served you well? You think I've already given you the blessings of your heart? Well, watch this. It's exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we could ask, hope, or imagine. It's biblical to know this. And so I believe that that's what Embrace Your Ambition is. And then just the coordination and collaboration between you and Marcus and everyone really who's coming alongside it is just really incredible. You've got people in the chat who are just so grateful for what happened in Denver. But I know Dallas is just going to blow everyone out of the water. And so let's chat about it. Oh my goodness. So first of all, embrace your ambition. So people always ask me about the name because I think some people see ambition maybe as a negative thing. Like what, what does that mean? And so, um, it's funny because my podcast is called embrace your ambition too. And I was writing on things like on the back of the cup, it says embrace your God given ambition. I was writing it everywhere. And then I thought, what am I going to call my podcast? And I'm like, duh. But for me, (laughs) it's about saying, okay, God gave me this ambition. It's okay to want more. It's okay to go for this. It's okay to say, I'm not just a mom. I am this other person. I am this entrepreneur. I am this person that wants to change the world and have that ambition and and not, you know, feel selfish for it. So that's what it means to me. So um, last June, not this one, but the one before, a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, in June, I... I was praying and I felt like God said, I think it's time for you to make a conference. Like, okay. Like at this point, let me just be clear that when God tells me to do something, I get out of the boat. Like that's it. I just get my feet wet Um, because I have realized from every experience I've had with him. If I say yes, beautiful things happen. And if he gave me little, he will give me lots, right? Like if you do well with the little, he will continue to bless you. And so 
course I said yes. So I was like calling my sister and, and Jessica and I was like, you guys, I'm going to, I'm going to hold a conference. It might just be an AFD meetup. Like who really knows, but <laughs> that's okay. They would want to be together. <laughs> like I'm going to do it. Um, and so I found a place in Denver and I'm thinking like, oh, it probably will just be an AFD meetup, but that's fine. I'm still going to be awesome at it. I'm still going to give it everything I have. And then Clubhouse came around and I started meeting these people who like had that ambition too, who had that drive um, outside of AFD. Obviously those girls all do. They're on my page. And I was like, Ooh, and then I met Marcus and I was like, would you like to speak in my academy? He said, yes. And then after the academy, I was like, how would you feel about speaking at my conference? I'm in, right? Like, <laughs> and somehow, it. yeah, like, I love when we talk about it, because we're like, at no point where we like, do you want to go in on this together? It just kind of had like, it just was known, like, it just felt right. It felt like huh. God had aligned everything for us to meet and say, we're going to do something, you know, <laughs> like, we're, j we're just going to do it. And so literally days before Denver, I was like, how would you feel about doing another one? <laughs> Denver hasn't happened. <laughs> but, like, but I think we need to chat about this. <laughs> how would you feel about that? And he's like, yeah, I'm in, where are we going? And I was like, I don't know. What do you think? He's like, how about Dallas? And I was like, okay. And so it just, it was, it was wild. It, I mean, it just was this wild ride, but we just connected so well in our vision with what we wanted EYA to be aligned you know we wanted it to just be this real raw emotional thing and like at in denver like when the tickets were so cheap you guys <laughs> but they I didn't were know. <laughs> uh, i didn't she's know done counsel since then <laughs> she has counsel since then I'm it's like, an investment it's a business investment to throw a first conference i know i'm learning right? quickly and so i didn't know what i was doing like let's just be real i didn't but i felt God, like I literally just felt like I was just going to do what he said. And that was just how I was going to run it. I was so tired the entire weekend because I was literally doing everything. I'm not allowed to do everything in Dallas, you guys. They already told me I don't get a walkie-talkie. <laughs> like I don't get <laughs> You're not on the mic. You don't need to know what's going on in the back channel. Yeah. <laughs> it will be so much more peaceful for you. Yeah. So it'll be a different experience for me, but all I can describe what EYA, like, I didn't know how it was going to go. I knew I wanted it to be faith driven. I knew I wanted to help with mindset. I wanted to help in business, but I knew I, I wanted God in there. And you guys, he just showed up in Denver. Like all I can describe it is real and raw because it was not perfect, but it had purpose. And I think that was a beautiful thing that I was seeing us just be people, you know, we got up there and we bared our soul and it, it was just a beautiful thing. And you felt God in every single speaker. I mean, there's no way that you didn't. And it was just, and that's the best compliment I've gotten too, is like, I felt God or I accepted God in that moment. And I was like, okay, well then that's, <laughs> yeah, there was like recommitting to God. There was yeah. a first experience with God. It was the first time people worshiped the way that they did. Um, there was the first time watching and witnessing other people step out in their faith the way that they did, because a lot of people are used to not hearing or experiencing that at all. And so I totally partner in that experience. And it was really cool to be in the audience and just receiving the energy that was happening, not just from stage, but from the people in the audience. Um, and, and all of the people from your team, everyone had 
purpose for being there. And I think that's what's really wild is that there was a drawing in that occurred that was a Holy Spirit only. I mean, you could not plan for something like that. Even if all the AFD girls just wanted to be together, there was more to the story. And I didn't know I was coming except for like a month and a half out. And I remember being like, I have no idea what's going down, but it's going to be something. And they love Jesus. So whatever whatever it is, it's going to be something. And it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because he is that good. That's the best part. It was wild because I think I told everyone like, y'all, I love God. I cuss a little bit. I love God. And that's what we going with. And like, (laughs) it was very much like, please let this work. But also feeling like, I think it's going to work. Yeah. You know, I I feel it. Something special. Even our sound guy was meant to be there for a reason. Not just for me to yell his name every time there was a mess. (laughs) I learned. But even he was there for a reason and he's coming with us to Dallas, which is really cool. Like he wants to come with EYA everywhere. And so it's just really cool to touch people in a way like you never saw coming, you know, and even Carrington, my daughter, y'all, she was my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. Um, (laughs) She got so nervous and she's not one to get nervous. She's just very outgoing and she likes being on stage, but she got so nervous and was crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's not She's going to get off the stage. There's no way. But she told me, she said, mom, I took a deep breath. I looked down, I saw you. And she's like, and then I felt Jesus next to me. And then I was okay. And I was like, oh my gosh. No crying. Like, oh gosh. I know as a mother witnessing that. I was just in shambles. I wanted to just pick her up and rescue her and take her out of that there immediately. But I also had that feeling of like, you can do this. You I know. can do this. You can do this. And sure enough, she nailed it after she got past those emotions. Yeah. Like I walked up there and I think in my mind, I was like, am I taking her hand and getting off? Am I climbing up there with her? And I just felt like, give her a moment, give her a second. Let's see if she can overcome this. And she did. And it was I told, I'm like, Carrie, you have no idea what you just did for people. You overcome to fear and everyone watched you. It was was really. And imagine what it is going to do for her and the longevity of her life. Like that is going to be a pivotal moment. She will never forget. I know she's going to be speaking again at the next conference. And so unlocking that in someone and then having someone witness that, I mean, is unbelievable. I remember when I was at my retreat in Tulum this earlier this year, and I had flipped off the back of this, you know, big cliff jump and then a bunch of other girls jumped jumped in and there was the women who were on the sidelines for a while and they were watching us all and they're like, you guys are crazy. I am not jumping off there. They had, they had life jackets on and I'm like, you'll be fine. Come on, just you're going to literally be fine. So they would like slowly come up to where the, the, um, jumping ledge was right. And they're like looking over and stepping back and looking over and stepping back. And one by one, it took so much encouragement. They stood there forever. Their legs were shaking. They thought they were going to throw up. And when they jumped in and you see the pictures, cause we had professional photos done of it, their fear in their face when they were jumping. And then the face that they had when they came out where they're just like so ecstatic that they did the thing that they thought they could not conquer. And then they were willing to jump off the next ones, like no problem at all. And so there's just, there's always this barrier and the barrier is always our mind. It has nothing to do with God's ability. It's just our mind. We block ourselves from the blessings that God has in the thrill that he wants us to experience here on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, no, I love that because one by one, when we talked to people about what did you get out of EYA? It was a consistent, I had a breakthrough. And Marcus and I were like, man, we can't call this a conference. It was something more than a conference. Like it didn't feel like it was 
the conference anymore. And so that's why we're like, let's call it a breakthrough experience because every single person was like, I had a breakthrough. And we're like, wow, like that's crazy. And up until the last, I don't know, like month ago, um, I've been saying, I want to do EYA. I want to do EYA. I want to do this experience, right? And then an experience about a month ago, someone told me what EYA did for them. And I was like, it's no more a want, it's a need. Like we need Christian business owners mm-hmm. putting it out there and saying, give it to God and allow him to take it and allow him to be your CEO and showing what he's done in our lives. Right. Yeah. And, and just, I was like, we need this. Like we need this experience in this movement somehow over the past couple of weeks, people have been calling it a movement, which is also really cool. It <laughs> is a movement. It <laughs> like, is. It's amazing. Very cool. So I have lots of plans for it and where I want it to go, but of course it's in God's hands and, you know, and we'll see, right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I just think that there is like a, a trajectory that's stemming from everything. And like, as we continue to say yes and him expanding what that looks like, it's going to blow people's minds. It's going to blow our own minds, but it definitely 1000% gives me abundant energy every single day to say yes. Oh, yeah even not knowing fully what it's going to look like, even not fully understanding all of the little check boxes that have to happen when it comes to event planning or even the longevity of what it's going to become, right? The vision can only be painted to some certain understanding, right? You only see a component of the dream, not the fullness of what it is or who all is going to be a part of it. And it just continues to be this like evolution and partnership. And I just think it's incredible. I know I'm sold out for it. I think it's amazing. Trent Shelton is sold out for it. You've got Amberly, who's incredible by the way. And I've been following on our own social media and I'm like, hold up, what's going on? I don't know any of this part of her story. (laughs) So I am so excited to hear her speak. And every single person that was there last time who was coming to speak again, I know that they're going to have a heightened sense of awareness to what God is calling them to speak over rather than a traditional conference, business conference specifically, where they're like, okay, this is what I teach. Here's the funnel. Right. Like that is not what Embrace Your Ambition is about. And it's a my same heart for the Grow for God conference is like it is not about your funnel. Don't tell me about your funnel. I don't want to hear about the sales component. None of that stuff matters. What matters is your heart for change agent as the people who come in, they need access. They need access to the keys that God has gifted you and you alone. And you might be the only component of the Bible that that person ever experiences. And so how do you deposit something so grandiose to a person that's not even just one-on-one eye contact? There's a bunch of them. There's a sea of them. And so I remember preparing for that and having such a struggle with, this is not what I want to share. I wanted to share this whole other thing. And God was like, no, he just kept showing me these hands. Mm -hmm. And I will literally never forget it because I'm such a visual learner. And I wanted to show these like wings, which is another like piece of who I am. Like I want people to soar. I want them to fly. But I realized that a part of my own story is that it all starts in surrender. And that's what you've done with this, uh, this whole ideation of AFD all the way to EYA. And you guys were saying all these acronyms. You can look at all the show notes. They're all there with all the links, all the things that you need, Um, but embrace your ambition, right? And ultimately that's what you did three and a half years ago. That's what you're continuing to do today. That's what all of the people who are connected to you are doing. And so I just, I'm so honored to be a part of that piece to your story and so excited to see how it continues to evolve. Thank you. You know, what's crazy is I think every speaker was like, I came in thinking I was going to talk about this. And then I talked about this and I think we all just had like that God moment where we were like, 
okay, I'm going this way. Like, yes. it just, like, like it did. And <laughs> on the very first night, which was Friday night, Marcus spoke. And Marcus and I had an amazing connection and, and got to talk a bit before the conference even started. And I knew if I came for anything, I came for the speakers. I came to be connected to the speakers because they literally, they're amazing human beings. Um, and when it, he said the word, he said the word posture, which was already on my slide deck, which was already in my plan. And I, there was this affirmation of, holy cow, there's about to be an epic ribbon tied on this experience and the people don't even know what's about to happen. Um, all the way to the fine details of the prayer wall and being able to run into the person that I prayed for in the bathroom and have this intimate experience with her and, and running into the people in the hallway. And just, there was so much beautiful. Um, and I think that people don't have access to that anymore, not in a consistent amount of time. There might be those glimpses in their day. There might be those glimpses in their week, but then they're right back into the cycle, right back into the rat wheel, right? And so this was one of those things, similar to how retreats are hosted, um, where there is such intimacy. And I don't think intimacy is just one or two are gathered. I don't think it's the number. I think it's the posture. And so there is a posture and an understanding of surrender that's over EYA that I can only hope to cultivate and grow your business for God's sake, considering it was like a collaboration with someone. And so um, I'm expectant to see how it happens again in a larger arena and with new people introduced and invited and in another city, right? Like I think we're, we're going to take the nations. And we've said nations multiple times, one, because it's an ultimate call of God, the father. And so we get to say yes to that and that ambition, right? We get to embrace that ambition to say, we're going to go global and not be afraid of it because he makes a way in all of those things. And I know I've got tons of family in Mexico, so we got to do one in Mexico because that would be epic. And I already have translators uh, on deck to, to help us out. So that would be cool. But just knowing that what is happening in that sense of beauty is not something that people have access to. And yet you're providing that. And I know that that's a God honoring experience for people. Thank you. I just feel, you know, if I can leave you guys with one thing is just how you respond to your God promptings will make or break you. If he tells you to do something, just wholeheartedly say yes. Like, even if you don't know how, everything that I've accomplished, I have no idea, like when it started, how I was doing it, right? Like, I just, I had a why I had a what, and I had that God prompting came in or come in. And so I said, yes, and he takes care of the how, but 100% your God promptings or you, how other people say, um, you know, dreams or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I call it my God prompt. No, I think God prompting <laughs> is amazing. And it's that intuition piece that the, yeah. the world tries to blanket over it, but it's, it's truly him knocking. Right. And so I'm like, I don't know if everybody calls him that, but my God prompting is like how you respond will make or break you. You either yeah. say yes and you, you risk it. And that shows him your, your faith that shows him that you are willing. You know, I'm constantly saying like, here I am, use me, whatever he asks, I'm, I'm, I will do it. Like, yeah. I think he knows that now. And so he's handing me the bigger, the bigger things, Yeah. but it does start small, like say yes to the small things. And then, you know, you'll start saying yes to the bigger things. And it's, it's just really, really cool to kind of see things starting to come into fruition and like see him showing up and showing off because of the obedience and the discipline that we have, we have shown. So yeah. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see where he takes me next. I'm just, 
I'm just along for the ride, girl. Yeah, it's so fun. You're doing it so beautifully. I'm so grateful to know your community, all of the women who have been live with us today. You guys are such blessings, not only to the cultivation of what Ashley is doing, but to the kingdom individually. You are your own you know, force to be reckoned with. And I think that's what's so powerful about the ambition piece is that it's not an identity of one person. It's not an identity of a brand. It's not even the identity of the movement. But when you can embrace into that, there is this knowing, this sense of knowing that like, I have a place. I have a place here. I have a seat here. I have a, an intention here. And God's going to use you in the way that only you can be used when you're willing and you're able. And like one of the gals said, get out of the boat and be obedient when you're obedient to that prompting. It's not always easy. It's scary, right? Imagine how Peter felt like, get out and walk on water. What? No. Carrington, no. <laughs> I don't want to get on that stage. But when she did, there was breakthrough. And so obedience and breakthrough have such a powerful piece to this puzzle and the piece to the puzzle of what you guys are doing as a family unit right now. Um, and so there's a whole other conversation that we have to have because there's a family dynamic, there's a marriage dynamic, like there's all these other pieces to who Ashley is. Um, but at the center of it all is him. And so I'm honored to know you and so excited to see how God continues to flourish all of the ministries that you are working on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And just to everybody, like, get your feet wet. That's a saying in our in our house because so many people are right there standing on the edge, but they're waiting for God to move. And you guys, he's waiting for you to move. He's waiting for you to get your feet wet. So thank you so much for having me, Tamara. I appreciate it. So good. Jump on in. The water's warm. Yeah. See you guys. So good. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.